This is your Frederick Real Estate Update, a conversation about the regional real estate market with tips for buyers and sellers. Your hosts, REMAX Results' Darren Ahern and Presidential Bank Mortgage's Terry Kernan. Hey folks, welcome back to your Frederick Real Estate Update. I'm Darren Ahern with REMAX Results, bringing you 20 years of experience in the Maryland and Southern PA region. And I also have with me the one and only from Presidential Bank Mortgage with all the money in that vault, Mr. Terry Kernan. Hey buddy, how we doing? Couldn't be better. All right, a little rain dropping out there today, hey. a little wet this weekend. Yeah, and very cool. wet, very wet, it'll cool up cool down and uh and then tomorrow i think we're gonna see the sun again but there you uh, go but can't believe it's december already december yes 3rd. welcome to december santa's on the way first saturday which is always a awesome awesome day in, in downtown frederick uh is today and i don't know what the theme is but yeah what's planned what are they I doing i don't know i did not look but it's gonna be packed oh yeah what time does it start all day. It's, it's always all day in front Yeah, of I probably should go down there a little bit and get some office work done and some contracts and go on down there later on today and see what's happening, right? Yep, absolutely. That'd be fun. First Saturday. All righty. Let's get right to it. Let's well, get right to it because, man, there is so much happening in the world that we live in. It's changing by the hour and the day and all that kind of stuff. So we got a lot to share with you. But before we do, you can call in. 301-694-9363, 301-694-9363. We're going to hear from you and get your thoughts on uh, be a good time of the year now that we're in December, Terry. The year update. What do you think about the entire real estate market for 2022 as we come in for a landing this year? Uh, what are your thoughts on it? We're going to be sharing ours, and then we'll give you what we call, I guess we call it, set a state of the union, state of the real estate mortgage markets and all that. What's been happening? What are the biggest things that we've seen happen? and significant things to pay attention to going forward. But we want to hear your thoughts um, and all that good stuff. So, all right. Terry, mortgage side, what's happening? Jobs, jobs, jobs. Again? Again, jobs, again, jobs, again. Jobs. Yeah, jobs. Get to work. Jobs. Get off the couch and get to work. Yeah, so so basically what happened in the market this week is, is yesterday was a big day okay. because we were waiting to see what the unemployment was going to be. Now, the, the feeling was... If unemployment stayed at 3.7, that would be good. If it dropped to 3.6, that would have signaled that the Fed would have had to keep raising their rates aggressively. Right. So it stayed at 3.7. That was good. But what came out of that is that the is that the uh, basically the the jobless rate stayed at 3.7, but the demand for labor continues to outstrip supply. So what that means is basically there's 1.7 jobs open for every available worker. But the one of the numbers that showed up was hourly earnings went up 0.6%. Huh. So you had all these new jobs created. They created 263,000 new jobs. We as an economy created that last month. So that's a strong jobs number, which doesn't look good for the uh, for them to stop raising rates. They they feel that they got to keep raising rates because they're trying to break that job market. What we are seeing huh. is other sectors of the economy, uh, p- people like the mortgage business, we're, we're seeing a lot of layoffs. We just saw another big round of layoffs oh from, uh, from Wells Fargo and a lot of the big guys. Uh, a tremendous amount, and we'll get into those numbers, but but you're seeing layoffs from other people. So there's 180,000 people that filed for unemployment but the, uh, but the economy created 263 new jobs. So it's kind of like I think the future is, is that they're trying to break 
the labor market, and that's how they feel that they that's the only way that they can control inflation. And if there's a way that they could figure out how to increase supply, that would help quell the demand. If the demand's there, we want supply to be okay. even, right? Right. But right now, demand is so high and supply is so low, that's why people keep spending, right? And that's why the inflation is there is because people are going to spend more money because they have the money to spend. So it, yeah. it, it, So basically what we're taking a look at is Chairman Powell came out this week and he said – after four consecutive 0.75 height rakes, we're probably only going to do 0.5 in December. And that kind of excited the market and rates. Uh, stock market went up. Rates got better. So we're down in the 6.5% range. And But what we're taking a look at is it's still that strong jobs market. So they're basically going to continue to raise rates. We're probably going to see a couple of quarter-point rate hikes. And then they've got to sit on their hands and, and no matter how tempting it is, they have to stop raising rates, okay? You got to stop at some point, and you got to sit there and see what effect it is causing. What we're seeing in the mortgage business is we're seeing businesses off by 60%, 70%, right? Now, wow. Nobody's refining. Okay. Yeah, that's right, because your side has the, Zero. the two things, right? Yeah, we have two things. We have the refis and refis. the purchase. And the purchase. Well, there's virtually no refis out there. The There's an occasional spousal buyout, Yeah. but we're doing a lot of home equity loans. Our home equity loan wow. business has quadrupled. What do you attribute that to? Rates are so high that most people have, uh, most people have a low rate. They've got 3% on their first trust. Okay. They have equity in the house because we've been seeing that appreciation that you and I talk about every week. Oh, yeah, like 94% of all people have equity in their home or more. Which is unprecedented. Yeah, it is. Okay. So what you have is the reason for the increase in the um, in the uh, home equity lines of credit is basically somebody has a very stable, fixed, low mortgage payment. They have lots of equity. They want to tap into that equity. And they and a lot of people are sitting it aside and basically using it only in case of an emergency. Okay. The other people that I'm seeing are they're fixing up their house to create more equity. Mm-hmm. So they're coming in for a hundred thousand, two $200,000. Uh, we, we just did one for three hundred, and they decided, well, no, we want to do a $400,000, you know, line of credit. Uh, we do up to five hundred thousand dollars lines of credit, so so they're they've become very popular. That's increased in our business tremendously, and people are getting it because they're not sure of what the next two years is going to hold. A lot of people are saying, "I had one person that I just closed a home equity line for." He says, "I don't need this money, but I've got a daughter going to college. Oh boy, um, so I may need it in the future. The cost." On the home equity line is going to do nothing but rise. The interest yeah. rate every time they rise, so we're going to be at seven, seven and a half, eight, eight and a half percent on a home equity loan. That's a lot of money, but, but hmm. if you get a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar home equity line and you don't use it, you don't get charged that rate, right? You only right. get used for what you borrow. Right. So a lot of people are getting the home equity loans as a safety valve. Okay. 
that's what I'm seeing. Do you see many people doing uh, home equity loans to um, consolidate it all, to cash outs, consolidation, or to just, you know, credit cards are at 20%. My lock loan, second loan on my house is 8%. I'm going to save a whole bunch of interest by just doing that. Is that something that you hear people talking about much at all? Not, not as much, not as much, because a lot of the people that we're talking about that so most people, when rates were at two and a half, two and three quarters, three percent, they took cash out and consolidated, and that was only in a year to two years ago. So for those people to rerun up credit, we're not really there yet. Okay. Okay. But that is something that could come into play very, very soon if people lose a job. Right? They're going to continue to. Yeah, this is what worries me. Cards. They're trying to break the job market and trying to cause. The, the biggest scare to me, Terry, is if we see unemployment go up, if we see unemployment, uh, people lose jobs, I equate everything to the housing is it all starts with jobs. Like you said, it was funny how you said it because it's true. If you don't have income, you can't afford your mortgage. All of a sudden, now you got bigger problems in that regard. So that's, in my opinion, that's what we don't want to see. I can't understand why in the world we would ever want to see um, job you know, unemployment go up. That's not a good positive thing for our economy and the country as a general, uh, you know, rule in regard to that anyways. I mean, I would think in my mind, the higher interest rates, higher prices of things, that'll do it. That's enough to do it. That's enough to get cause people to say, hey, I'm content with what I have. I don't need to get more. So now the demand slows down and all that kind of stuff. But one thing I find, which you said, that's, that's speeding up demand, in my opinion, is the money that people can tap into their homes. If it's causing them to say, hey, look, we can now fix up our house, that causes the demand for contractors, supplies, materials, and all those things like that. So it becomes, at what point does that side of things slow down to where most people, you know, that are doing this are, uh, you know, are not using that. And I, and you know, I've always been kind of really nervous about tapping too much into any of equity for a home just for pleasure and fun use or college kids tuitions and all those things like that simply because what happens if values in these homes we start to see values start to go down more and more and more and more now you don't have that equity there and now all of a sudden it almost becomes deja vu 2009 10 and 11 and uh, where we had the lowest amount of equity that people held in their homes and such like that. Yeah. So we don't want we don't want that either, you know. And so, it's uh, it's an amazing thing. What yeah. else? Uh, what else are you experiencing um, as well with like uh, loan types and things like that? Grants, all that kind of stuff like that. So the grants are still very prevalent. Um, our federal home loan bank grant ends December 15th and then it restarts in January. Oh, okay. So, so there'll be a little gap. Plenty of money. Yeah, we have plenty of money between now and then. Good. Um, and so we're getting the last couple, you know, grants in, but it's going to restart, you know, probably the third week of January that it always does. Um, starting to see an uptick in people wanting to get qualified. Yeah. Okay. People getting ready. And, you know, it. it we just got to get the rate stable and they have come down a little bit. Yeah, that's week. been positive, as you know. Very, very positive. So, so if we can settle out at around six and a half percent, you know, it, uh, it's it's just crazy that we're even talking about six and a half percent settling out. <laughs> settling out, getting comfortable at six and a half. Getting comfortable at six and a half. But if we can just, like, like I've said on the show numerous times, and and when I talk to 
realtors and borrowers, I, I always say, I can sell stability. Give me stability. Yep. You know, volatility is a very hard sell in anything because pandemonium breeds pandemonium. Fear breeds fear. And I've said that a million times on this show. So so I think things are going to settle down. I think December is going to be good. Yeah. Uh, good and steady. Steady yeah. is good. And then I think what we're going to see is we're going to start to see more and more demand hitting around January 1st. Yep. And people, you know, we're going to have, I think, an okay market for, you know, January, February, March. Uh, spring market may start around January 15th. Um, but we just got to stop raising these rates and see what it's going to do. Yeah. I'm definitely seeing more stability. Um, I just had a home we just listed, you know, in New Market. It's the doldrums, I told them, between now and Christmas. Don't expect a whole bunch, really. I mean, if you get an offer and this and that, that's probably pretty good. But as a general rule, uh, we're going to be at the spring market. I had a listing last night. I was sitting with a seller. And they're looking to they're looking to put it on the market about the middle of February and further what they're doing in their life. And I said that's perfect. I said spring market to Western real estate starts January second. And she looked at me and goes, "Really?" I said, "Oh yeah, January second is when we get a whole new group of buyers that have been in their pajamas looking at homes." From Thanksgiving through Christmas, they've been sipping on their eggnog, and they are ready to go by the time January 2nd hits. So I think that's another positive thing, which brings us to the dynamic, Terry, of the inventory stuff. So remember I've always said this is about the time of the year we see the lowest amount of inventory, and that's because of two prongs. That's number one. This is the time when you got the most, the least amount of sellers willing to sell. In the holidays, Correct. between the holidays, typically, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden, you have the least amount of demand for buyers because it's the holidays as well. It's more of a seasonal thing than anything. But the other factor we have is people wanting to so- sort of see um, the stability thing like we talked about. Like, are we going to hover in and kind of get stable? And I think I'm learning from most people that th- they feel like the worst of the instability is over. Mm-hmm. Which is good. This is a good thing, a good right? Sign. So we don't need anything else to bring any instability at all. If we, like you said, if we can just bounce around these parameters of where we're at now, and which would be amazing if we could just get under six percent for a good while here. If we could get to five seven five, that would be amazing. Um, as far as the idea of affordability and all that, and it would be a big difference. It really would. So here's what I'm seeing now. Actos, 423 on the market total. That's new construction and everything. Now, the kicker is the new construction's up to 180. We've always bounced around 150, 160. We're at 180. So we have a pretty good supply. We have a pretty good amount of new construction that's going to continue. This will continue um, in Frederick County. 243 resales. I just got one on yesterday, so one of those is my number. And uh, 50 dying, this is the big one, 59 days average time on the market. By the, one I, the, by the way, the one I put on, I'm going to promote because it's our program. Um, 11304 uh, Worcester Court in New Market, four-bed, three-and-a-half bath, a little over 3,000 square feet, pristine, perfect house, colonial, gorgeous, got quartz countertops. Come on, what's there not to like? Bamboo floors, wood. This wow. place is smoking. It's gorgeous. Um and it's in a great area, cul-de-sac location, fenced-in backyard, paver brick patio type thing. Family ready. It's family ready. This is turnkey, baby. We just got this puppy up on the market yesterday. We did the 3D tour. I just put it out there in the Matterport 3D tour with all the professional photos and everything. It's gone viral on Zillow. My seller was quick. This is what I love about you guys. 
My seller was very quick to text me last night that we've had over in one day over 250 eyeballs seen it in 12 saved searches. I know these numbers. I'm a numbers guy, right? He asked, is that pretty good? I said, yeah. Anytime you get more than 100 views a day on Zillow, you're doing good. That's been our average we've seen. You had 250 the first day. That's amazing. So that's a looking. good that's a good amount of buyers that are interested still. That shows what how like buyer demand is not just about how many showings you're getting, it's about the interest with the real estate market, okay? Now, some of those are fake news because they could be other sellers and things watching their value and wanting to know what's out there, what's my competition if I sold today, is the prices going down? Those are that segment of people, but that's really probably only about 20% of the market that's looking. 80% are viable buyers. They're saying, hey, I'm I'm one to see what's out there. I might go through the threshold tomorrow. Who's got an open house or not? Or uh, I'm going to get pre-qualified in the next two weeks with Terry. So in January, I'm getting ready to buy in February. And so we're off to the races. So that's the positive side of the fact that I do like to pay attention to those algorithms of these third-party vendors to see. I'll look at four or five of them and see the numbers to see what's the trend in the market, the flow of the buyers looking at things. Okay. So that was really good. So can I ask one question yeah. about the listing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you do a coming soon? No, no, no coming soon. Okay. Out of the gate. Boom. Active Boom. Okay, today. Good. Come and see it. Because you're going to talk about the coming soon number, which is pretty low. Oh, that's really that's a good thing. So this house here, guess how much this home is. you got to guess it. Come mm. on. Price is right. Here we go. The first number begins with a four. Really? Yeah. I was going to say 525. Nope. So I'm going to say 499.9. Not quite. No. 475. In this market? No. In this market, where do we need to be? Three percent under the last. <laughs> there we go. That's a, definitely we played that role in effect. <laughs> did you? Okay. Yeah. So no, 3%. I'm sorry. It's a five. Five forty nine. I'm sorry. Five oh. five forty nine. I there were homes that oh, were around. You said the first number was sorry. A four. It's a five. It's oh, a, so I was I got, right. You were right. Five. I was so going to say five twenty. That'd make a deal. I have my numbers. <laughs> I got. I got my dexterity. I got my backwards thing going on. Right. My Delisa, Delexian. All right. So here's what it was. Five forty nine. Now. Okay. If we would have listed this home, check this out. Now, Terry, this is what the public needs to know. If we would have put this home in the market eight months ago with a 3% interest rate, it wouldn't be 549. It would have probably been more, it would have probably been more in the 565 to 575 range. Okay. 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 So we have seen a little of an adjustment period over these eight, 10 months. Okay. It went way high, sky high up because I looked at some of the data of what were these homes in this neighborhood in New Market West it's in. What were they selling for two years ago, three years ago? Well, they were in the 499, okay. 525 range. Okay. So when you see the market come up 8 or 10%, that's about 40 to 50 grand, which would throw you in that 565, 75-ish range, right? Yep. Yeah. And so, and then some of the larger square foot homes and everything were selling uh, close to that 600,000 range and all that. So interesting. And now you're competing with Lake Ligonor. But the advantage of this is that it's beautiful because why? It's Oakdale Schools. It's uh-huh. great schools, uh-huh. right? Yeah. So it's you got a lot of positive stuff. things. House is gorgeous and this and that. Very nice with a finished basement partially done, and it's 3,000 square feet, and it's boom. Here you go. So 
we're right on the money. I, I think we're close. I think we're close. I think we're good. So only time will tell. But we do have some showings that are getting set up now, and it's good stuff. So here's the big thing, too. Uh, 59 days on the market, though. We've come up a little bit. Okay. And then the median price average has not moved at all, which is amazing. The last two weeks, we are, like, right in that 475. And it's like, ah, plateauing. We're plateauing on the medians, right? Mm-hmm. So that's interesting to watch. Um, coming soon, big one, 26. That's the lowest okay. we've seen in two years. At least. Yeah. Yeah. So for which any fine, buyers. Which is understandable. It's good. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. Let's get this it on the normal. market just like your buyer. Like, But the big jump will be in January. If we don't see us go back to like 75 to 100 coming soons, a couple of things are going on. A, um, either it's an inventory thing still. Okay. Or B, people are now just bypassing. They just don't even want to be in the coming soon status at all. And they're doing what my sellers did and saying – no, let's get this thing ready. Let's put it as active out of the gate. Let's get all the horses to come flying out at one time rather than lining up and getting ready to see my home. What do you think it'll be more of A or B? I think it's going to be I think it's going to be more A the people going to active much sooner or the coming soon's will just be maybe a week or less, not two yeah. and three weeks like we could do. I am never in for any of that. There's no, I don't know if there's a good advantage to that. I really don't. I'll give you a good example. I have a client now. They're buying a house in cash in Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, Third-party approval, short sale. We should have it any minute, but they're starting to get a little frustrated. I told them, ah, yeah. So there's a house that they're really interested in, Sykesville. Okay. Eldersburg and um, Westminster. I'm sorry, Westminster. And it meets their needs. They're excited to buy it the whole nine yards. We looked at it. What's the coming soon status? Oh, it's another week out. They want to go tomorrow. I mean, if this, if this house. put a contract on it before. Yeah. It goes live, right? Okay. you can't see it. You right? can't see it, but they could do that. I told them that's an option. Tie it up. Just put something in. But the whole idea of this is they're going, hey, Darren, oh, man, I wish this was coming soon for a day and we can go see it tomorrow. Well, how many more buyers are like that out there? Because they're in a they're in a race with time right now, so you do have some of that kind of stuff going on as well. So that's interesting. All right, so uh, we want to get your thoughts. 301-694-9363. 301-694-9363. Parrot Terry put his finger up. What's up? Back well, in the room, I, I, I was going to say one of the things that I saw this week okay. was one of our listeners is a realtor, and he called me on Tuesday and he said, "I was listening to your program a couple weeks ago." And he said, you talked about the assumable loans. Okay? Oh, yeah. And talked about VA assumable. So there's a, a house in Montgomery County that went on the market, VA, and it was advertised at a 2.5% assumable rate. Nice. So I can't help them. They have to go through the current servicer of the mortgage. But just to give you an idea, what we talked about doing was was – doing an assumable mortgage at two and a half percent very low it's the mortgage is only two years old so they still have 28 years left but the people had put down money on a va loan so there's a lot of equity there that they have to come up with and we're taking a look at getting them a hundred percent cltv combined loan to value so they will assume the first trust and then they will put a second trust on the mortgage for the difference um in the value. So that was something that came from the show just to let everybody know that assumable mortgages are 
going to we're going to see more of them. Yeah, definitely. Good so stuff. Sorry to interrupt, but that I, no, that was I, good. I forgot about that earlier. Pending under contracts. Re, uh, ooh, this is the fun stuff. Resales, 492 complete total that we've had, which is about average for this time of the year overall. A little below in the last couple of years, of course, but over the last 10 years, if I look at that, or last five years, really, it's probably pretty average. 255 resales and uh, 237 new. A lot of new construction. I'm helping two people right now with brand new builds. Okay. So we're seeing that. And uh, so uh, sold the last nine, 30 days, 290. 298. I'm sorry, 298. That's, we we went below 300. Wow. Way way wow. Way, way. That means 10 was, homes a day, and that's it. And that's really low, guys. Really low. And that number was what, 1,100 last March? Uh, yes. Yeah, we were topped 1,000. So, so we're down. 60%, 70%. We're down at least 70%. So a lot of that's seasonal, of course, but not completely because if I look back uh, basically a year or two in December at this time last year, um, at this time last year it wasn't 298, it was over 600. So we're probably 50% off the mark um, based on market, not just seasonal, just that alone. So, all right, the next thing, 23 days of the market, uh, time on the market, were those sale uh, sold? And then resale um, was out of those 457. The list of price ratio is big one, 98.1. That's dropped down. So that's almost it, 2% lower. Yeah, it's already down 98.1. It's starting to really kick in. This is the big one, Terry. I did seven days. I went back in the last 30. I took the resales last seven days. It's 96.8. That I forgot to do previous. And I thought, wait a minute, let me crunch this down to the last seven days. Because that's going to give, like, a really good snapshot if that's lower, and it is, 98, 98, 96.8. So that's where we see that as well. Um, and then the last, and then the new construction in the last year, the last 365 days of all new construction, somebody asked me to do this. How much higher than 100% is the list of value rate ratio? And it was 102.3%. So we're up 2.3% in the last whole year of all new construction. But I think that can be very skewed it is so i take that out because you take a look at a base price and that base price doesn't include you know upgraded countertops or so i think yeah so all the extras and options and all those fun things like that so all right we got about 45 seconds in the program terry strategy stuff we were talking about quite a bit before and everything um i'm gonna change that up and i had said you gotta know the last hold sold homes and the condition and price of those and be a little underneath of those to get a multiple offer no doubt about it now the rates have come down just a hair that does not affect anything whatsoever right now so we can't put that into play in our strategy i would not do that but i had said now revising it to a five percent than the last home sold that is the revision i would make and that's what i'm talking strategy with sellers right now and they completely agree and see it how important that is to do that um simply because of where we're headed what's been happening and going forward in the market and all that so all right folks thanks so much take care we we are very much looking forward to hearing from you once again about your questions and thoughts and everything and have a great weekend we'll see you next week on your purchase a home or refinance your existing mortgage if so lawyer signature settlements is here to assist you with that process Lawyer Signature Settlements is a local attorney-owned title company with over 100 years of combined experience conveniently located in Frederick, Maryland. We are licensed to conduct closings in the states of Maryland, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and West Virginia. With two attorneys on staff here at Lawyer Signature Settlements, we ensure the most thorough review process paired with affordable rates, accommodating scheduling, and outstanding customer service. 
So next time you need to place your signature on closing documents, call Lawyer Signature Settlements at 301-695-1235 or visit us on the web at www.signaturesettlements.com. We hope to see you at the closing table. Hello, this is Terry Kernan with Presidential Bank Mortgage in downtown Frederick. And the best way to reach me always is on my cell phone at 301-639-9244, 301-639-9244. Or you can always email me at tkernan at presidential.com. And this is Darren Ahern from REMAX Results. You can reach me anytime, 240-344-1713. Again, it's 240-344-1713 or at DarrenAhern at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to your Frederick Real Estate Update. We will see you each and every Saturday right here on WFMD at 11 o'clock.